the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Golden Valley, your exclusive Twin Cities home for the Ramsey Show. Live weekday afternoons from 1 to 4. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Authorities say 20 people were injured in two shootings in downtown Milwaukee near an entertainment district where thousands of people were watching the Bucks play with the Celtics in the NBA's Eastern Conference semifinals. None of the injuries were believed to be life-threatening. Demonstrations rallying from coast to coast in the face of an anticipated Supreme Court decision that could overturn Roe v. Wade. More than 380 events are planned today with the largest gatherings in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, and other big cities in the nation's capital. Activists plan to gather at the Washington Monument before marching to the U.S. Supreme Court. Justice Clarence Thomas says the court has been changed by the shocking leak of a draft opinion earlier this month. That opinion suggests the court is, in fact, poised to overturn the legal right to an abortion recognized by Roe versus Wade. This is SRN News. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Everyone has important numbers. A phone number, a year you were born, even your anniversary. At Appliance Renew, giving our customers savings up to 50% off is one of our important numbers. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell brand new scratch and ding name brand appliances. Our inventory of over 250 appliances changes weekly. I put all appliances through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Appliance Renew is locally owned and operated in beautiful downtown Farmington. Visit ApplianceRenew.com or give me a call at 612-564-9207. It's worth the trip to downtown Farmington in the South Metro for savings up to 50% off brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. <laughs> Very funny. Right on cue, my first tweet uh, says, uh, where I said, we will talk about inflation today. Don replies, it's only temporary. It may be gone by showtime. Well, it's showtime, and I don't think the inflation's gone yet. 
Uh, thank you for listening. Good, good to be with you. We've got two guests for you today. Uh, first of all, I've got uh, I've got uh, my good friend John Phelan from the Center of the American Experiment coming out at nine thirty. You know, just very briefly, I want to really encourage phone calls, but it's only if you've tried to buy baby formula in the last two weeks. So if there's anybody listening who's experienced trying to buy baby formula in the last two weeks, would you give us a call? 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477. My, I have only one grandchild who's already, who's already seven, so I don't know. I don't personally have any experience with it. I, so I'm trying to figure out how serious an issue it is, but based on what you see this week, and my gosh, what a week of news it's been. It's baby formula it's crypto it's um it's an inflation talk from president biden which we're going to talk about it's it's everything and it was like i could have i could have had three hours and could have filled it with guests and there was a lot there's there's just so many things to talk about i don't if you are interested listen to the show because like you know you want to know what's going on with the stock market because all of a sudden you look at your Look at your uh, your your retirement fund. And you go, oh my gosh, how much have I lost here in the last in the last six weeks or so? First of all, my my general advice is not to look at it. I actually had to look this week because I needed to do some some estate work um, and and needed a needed the number, right? And so so I went and looked, and I'm like, oh, this is maybe the worst time for me to have opened up this file. Um, but at any rate. Uh, you could have talked about that, but what we'll do is we'll have John to talk about baby formula. Then at 10 o'clock, I have in my hands a copy of, of a book called Inflation, what it is, why it's bad, and how to fix it. Um, the first author on this list, Steve Forbes, then Nathan Lewis and Elizabeth Ames. Nathan Lewis will be with us at 10 o'clock to talk about this book. Um, it is interesting. Let me tell you, if you have not seen it yet and you go gosh that sounds interesting i bet it's a lengthy text it's not it's actually it's actually reasonably short i was able to get through this in about in about a day and a half where i was working during the day and just opening it up at night i was done with this book in in about four to five hours of reading um and i think it's i i find it find it very interesting um and uh, it, it, it plays to a theme that I have on this show. It's the spending stupid. Uh, and so I will, uh, I will be uh, sharing some of that with you and with Nathan at the, at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. But first, um, what is there to say? They, we said it was the week of inflation. Well, it sure as heck is. Um, and there was all kinds of things out there on the inflation front. Um, so headline CPI up three tenths of percent month over month, which was a tenth more than expected. The core rate was up uh, six tenths of a percent, two tenths more than expected. You would not have known that if you had just listened to the news. It's just like CPI has turned downward, inflation has turned downward, right? On a year-over-year basis, headline CPA, CPI was at six was at eight point three percent, and headline was uh, the core rate was at six point two, um, but it was very interesting because to me, what I watch, and if you follow us on Twitter at pound KBRS, you would have followed as well. I I had my eye on all of the. Uh, all of the information I'm, I'm going to I need to pull up uh, where I've got this stored because it's I had a lot of tweets this week. Uh, just follow us here on on there. Um, median CPI went from 4.9 to 5.2, so the core rate came down, but the median CPI came up. And I I remind people what does that mean? What does median CPI mean? It says I'm going to take all of the categories in which I calculate CPI. And so so I actually tweeted, there was a wonderful article in the Wall Street Journal this week which explained 
how they actually calculate CPI. It follows, it, they have people that go to stores and, and talk to, say, they go to, a, there's an example in the story of, of a someone going to a garage and asking asking the, the mechanic, well, probably wasn't the mechanic, it was probably some front desk person, the mechanics are t- too busy to talk to you, um, asking, you know, what does it cost, for, say, for an oil change or something, I, I forget what it was they were asking about, but talking to a mechanic about a particular proceed, you know, a particular repair that is kind of standard on most on most cars, they will ask all of that, and they will take, and they will have some of those prices that go up, some of those prices that go down, and they'll then rank, the, the, and then what they'll do is they'll just order them from the the price that went down the most, the price that went up the most, and they'll just order them, and they'll grab that one right in the middle to tell you what the median price is. That's that number that went from 4.9 to 5.2. Another way to think of it is by taking that same order, you can take, you can take uh, 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 trim the mean. You could take which which they do a sixteen uh, a sixteen percent trim mean. That means you take the eight percent of the lowest prices and chuck them out. You take the eight percent highest prices, chuck them out. You say those are the outliers. I just want to see the eighty four percent that's in the middle. And that number went from six point one to six point two. So yes. I agree that that there was a there was on CPI a bunch of a bunch of news that was out there, um, and uh, and and made you think that oh, well maybe inflation's coming off the top. No, if you dig down inside these numbers, inflation's not coming down. You know, it will be a while, and the biggest reason for that I think is in. Indeed, uh, if you look at the rent of your uh, uh, owner equivalent rents, you look at rent of primary residence. Okay, so owner equivalent rent is is the process by which the the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics tries to determine what's happened to the value of that house asset that you own. Your you know your payment's not changing, but the level of services in terms of what would you have to pay if you didn't own that house, but were renting it? What would you have to pay? They have to impute a price to that. That's part of the calculation. And then, and there's a there's a pretty good consensus among the people that research this as a subset of economists. And I'm actually not one of them. I don't. I mean, I dig into data quite a bit, but this is not a piece of that area that I know very well. I will say that that. I'm told by people who I trust that we undercalculate the when when house prices and rents are rising the CPI adjusts only with a lag. So if you think of the run up in prices and the run up in rents that have happened I was talking to my son last night and and he's indicating god I don't know if I can continue to afford the apartment I live in uh, and, and, you know, I had to take this increase and this increase, and I had an increase in a payment here. Um, he's one of those guys that, uh, drew unemployment insurance and then found out, wait, what? I got to pay taxes on that. Dang. Um, um, he wasn't aware that he needed to do that because he didn't call dad. Anyway, um, yeah, personal stuff. Uh, I just... My, my point being, I do not think the inflation number comes down very fast at all. And that plays into my thoughts about what the Federal Reserve might have to do as a result of this. Uh, headline PPI came in, um, but uh, headline uh, producer price index, PPI, came in a little hot as well, but basically mostly on the revision. The, head, the headline number for April was pretty much just what we thought at five-tenths of a percent. Um, the thing that's really interesting right at this moment, and I wanted, and I'm just gonna gonna divert from talking about prices for just a minute or two, is the fact that within the producer price index is the cost of transporting goods by truck. As I was driving back, so my son and I were were at a uh, at a show last night. We we went to see Steve Martin and Martin Short down in Minneapolis. Great show, loved it. Didn't even realize my son was actually enjoying the bluegrass, but he he said he enjoyed it uh, after the show. And this is a kid that listened to metal 
all the time he lived with us. Uh, so to find out now that in that when he's uh, he's lived outside of our house for almost twenty years now, uh, and um, and and to find out that his tastes have changed to that level is just kind of it was kind of interesting. Anyway, um, driving by and I'm looking at driving by the gas stations. I'm looking is it you know looking at the three of the four and then all of a sudden my eye drifts down, and you see the price of diesel. At like five twenty nine, five thirty nine, five. I think I saw five forty nine here by the uh, exit, just as you come into Saint Cloud uh, down down by Saint Augusta, and and you think, how's anyone making money in the trucking industry if this is the price of your fuel? Um, so, cash freight index April shipments fell two point six percent from March, down half a percent year over year. Trucks are moving fewer goods. Now, that might, that's one of two things happening. One, it could be that we're seeing the demand for goods, which was all the rage in what we did a year ago, turn away and move toward the consumption of services. So that all the spending that's happening now is on the service side. As I said, I went, I went, to, a, I went to a show with, you know, I, I would argue probably more than a thousand people in the in the theater last night was um, it was pretty packed. Um, that wouldn't have happened a year ago. Um, we went to dinner before that wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened probably a year ago. So the demand for services has gone up. So that's part of it. But I have to think some of that is also what's happening with with diesel prices and the fact that these are going up. And I could do a half hour. I I got people I know I can call to say, "Hey, would you come on and talk about gas and oil and and diesel?" We've got friends down in Texas that that have been on the show before. We could, I thought about calling them, but I'm telling you, the baby formula thing I think is probably even more interesting. So I'm gonna I'm going to take a break here. When we come back again, if you have a story about about uh, uh, about trying to buy baby formula, would you call us six five one two eight nine four four seven seven? I would really love to hear from you, but maybe maybe we don't have any. But I have more news and all kinds of uh, the Fed out trying to explain itself after an FOMC meeting last week that might have left people with the wrong impression. We'll be back right after this. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. James B. from Maple Grove says, Kaysen did an amazing job. He was quick, thorough, and provided us with high-quality installation. Chris was very helpful through the estimate and delivery process. Thank you, Great Garage Door Company. New double-wide steel doors starting at $13.95. Call 651-486-0000. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. Uh, John Phelan about uh, that baby formula uh, shortage coming up after the break, the next break. Um, 651-289-4477 if you've got a comment or a question about that. I am uh, just listening, just trying to pay attention here to... uh, What's going on? By the way, my friends, uh, uh, Mitch Berg, Brad Carlson, are down in Rochester uh, covering the uh, the state Republican convention uh, down there. To, they're they're going to be endorsing a governor candidate, I expect, today. Um, and um, and by the way, uh, congratulations to frequent uh, frequent uh, King Banyan show guest uh, Kim Crockett. She got endorsed to run for secretary of state yesterday uh on a second ballot and uh congratulations to her i am uh, I, i'm i'm happy for her uh and uh and and wish her the very best in in that race um anyway so i i wish everybody well on their races it doesn't even matter which party you're in it's it's hard to run but uh but uh it's kim's a first timer so uh i i want to i wanted to give you uh give give her a little extra Extra special support. Uh, anyway, uh, let me get back to s- some of this. I, you know what? I'm going to play this right up front because I just think it, it's super interesting to listen to what's happened on the inflation front. Um, let's play this first. This was Stephanie Link. She's the chief investment officer at Hightower Securities. She was on, I, I believe, CN- I think CNBC on uh, Friday or Thursday, I think, and uh, had this to say about inflation. This is cut number eight. Inflation is here, longer, stronger, and I think that's kind of seeping into the markets as a result. And so tech is getting hit, growth is getting hit, because long-duration assets get hit, obviously, when higher inflation, higher rates. And tech is 35% of the S&P. And what that means really is, you know, so she's giving investment advice, is, I'm an economist, and I don't give investment advice. I'm not. I, I, I will. I will caution you during our conversation with Nathan Lewis about about his book with Steve Forbes and Elizabeth Ames in, about inflation next hour, coming up. Um, what I will tell you is, is they're they're giving advice in their book, um, specifically uh, thinking about gold as a protection. I, I I'm not qualified to give you that kind of advice, but. When she uses this term long-duration assets, I just want to be sure that you understand what they're saying because that's the impact on the, on the real economy, which is what I spend my time thinking about, which is higher inflation and more uncertain inflation depresses productive investment in the economy. Productive investment is financed by patient capital. Patient capital requires a rate of return over a long patient simply means you're investing for the long term. You're investing you're investing for on something where the benefits of your investment are not likely to come even within three years or even within five years. If you don't know what the inflation rate's gonna be, and it's not a matter of not knowing whether it's gonna be one and a half or two or two and a half, 
But if you think the range of possible, reasonably possible outcomes are 2% on one side or zero or even deflation on one side and 6 8% on the other side, how do you invest in a market like that? How can you possibly invest in a market like that? I don't think you can. I think you have a very, very hard time with with dealing with investment in, in, in those circumstances. I, that's, that is why I am, for one, extremely concerned about the inflation situation right now. Because at a moment where it appears, in my mind, because people who listen to the show regularly would say, if you ask them, okay, is King a techno-optimist or a techno-pessimist? Techno I'm a techno-optimist on a long-term basis. There are some short-term issues to go on. I set aside who should own Twitter, okay, about which I don't really spend much time thinking. I believe that there are lots of new applications of things that are coming from the, from the ability to process data ever faster. Um, Things that we used to call brute force solutions, which we used to say, well, you don't use a brute force solution because it's computationally expensive. What does computationally expensive mean anymore? I'm walking around with, you know, I'm trying to find my way to the restaurant last night, and my phone is doing all the work, and it's not just a matter of showing me as a dot on a map. It actually can show where I am with a picture in point two, you need to go to that building over there. Um, that's pretty remarkable in my mind. That's a very remarkable thing. And so I'd say you should be you should be optimistic and to do that you want people to be engaged in in research and investment and product development and all of these things. And uncertain inflation makes your life a lot, lot harder as a result. Okay? I'm not the only one. So the Fed was out this week basically trying to talk to anybody and their mother-in-law about what, was, what, what had happened at the FOMC last week. Because everyone glommed on to what we talked about last week on the show, by the way, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. You can go find the podcast. Just join the VIP club. Pick up the podcast, go give it a listen. We spent the, almost the entirety of the second hour, I think, last week talking about what had happened uh, at the FOMC meeting a week ago Wednesday and focused on this fact that they said something that I don't think they really meant to say, This at, uh, talking, about 75, talking about 75 basis points. And the best example of this was that Jay Powell himself goes on to a radio interview program. Now, it's NPR's marketplace, and, and it's, it's Kai Rizdahl doing the asking. And I'm just going to play you one minute of this because he's trying to be clear, but tell me if you think. I want to know what you think. Do you think he's backpedaling what he said at that moment? I want to play this for you. Cut number 10, please. So you've said you're going to do whatever you need to do. Um, at that last meeting, you specifically took a 75 basis point increase in the federal funds rate, that is to say three quarters of a percentage point, you took it off the table. Why? Well, actually, what I, what I said was that we, we were, that the, the committee had Not decided. Not actively considering, right? That's. I said we weren't actively considering right. that, but I said what we were actively considering, and this, this is just a, a factual recitation of what mm -hmm. happened at the meeting, mm -hmm. was a 50 basis point increase. That's a half a percentage point increase, the first one in more than 20 years. And that we thought that if the economy performs about as expected, that it would be appropriate for there to be additional 50 basis point increases at the next two meetings. So, but I would just say it, we, we have an, a series of expectations about the economy. If things come in better than we expect, then we're prepared to do less. If they come in worse than we, than we expect, then we're prepared to do more. Let me be clear. 75 basis points is prepared to do more. What you've seen is you've seen this committee adapt to the incoming data and the evolving outlook. And that's what we'll continue to do. Okay, I'm interested in what you think. I'll tell you what I think. I think 75 basis points got put back on the table. 
And I don't think that was an, I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think he wanted to say it explicitly. But if you want to know why I think the market dropped uh, a couple extra days and maybe took an extra step down uh, this week, um, it sounded like he was blowing the all clear signal. But the Fed, and I'll play some more of this. I've, we've got a couple of interviews to do. I have more more cuts of, of Fed officials out. But all of them, this is the one refrain. 75 is, is back on the table. And I think as people process it, um, I, I think where you've seen markets go are probably where markets will continue to go for a while in the future. So you might end up with, at least on, on, on the NASDAQ, you might end up with the 20% decline that constitutes a bear market. Okay, um, I'm going to go to my friend John Phelan right after these messages. We're going to talk about the baby formula issue here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Got inflation? Not at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Every day your dollar will buy 40 to 70% more at PJ's Appliance. Hi, this is PJ. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers and dishwashers from trusted brands like LG, Electrolux, Whirlpool, Frigidaire and many more. We're also the exclusive dealer for the Ilve handmade Italian stoves that you see on the DIY TV shows. Don't pay inflated prices for name brand appliances. Take the short drive to save big, big dollars at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Visit our easy-to-get-to Plymouth showroom today or find us online at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. It's a beautiful morning. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Ooh, love that. Uh, it is a beautiful day. I hope it's 63 and sunny up here in St. Cloud. I hope everything's nice for you down there in the Twin Cities or wherever you're listening to us on TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. It's my pleasure to bring to the show, um, who seems to be, be available to me frequently on short notice. On Thursday, he posted a great, great story. This is John Phelan from the... Uh, uh, from the Center of the American Experiment, an economist there, 
Uh, and he posted a, a, a piece, why can't you find formula for your baby? Lockdowns in the FDA. John, good morning. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm lovely. Uh, I am. Uh, so first of all, uh, are you? do you have personal experience with buying baby formula? Uh, well, I, I do, actually. Um, my my youngest daughter just turned one in February. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're, we're not far removed from this. Um, and it's a, it's a funny thing. We're, we're quite fortunate because at that age, you know, you, you flip over from uh, formula uh, onto kind of regular milk. So we've, we've dodged it just by a couple of months. So quite fortunate. There's a lot of people who aren't in that situation. And, you know, this... Yeah. I, I, First, I, I knew of the shortage. It, it was uh, one of the local neighborhood Facebook groups. And this uh, mother posted on there, said that her, her child had particular requirements for the formula he needed. And she'd been driving around all day. This is a couple of weeks ago. She'd been driving around all day in Target, Walmart, wherever, and couldn't find any of the, the formula she needed. Did anybody have any? And I thought, well, you know, that's just a crummy day. But no, it's an actual thing. You know, um, the, the data does show that 40% of the top selling baby formula products um, are out of stock as of late April. And that's not got better. You know, just I, I've been keeping an eye out for colleagues in stores as I go around and you just can't buy it. Yeah. And so so let's do the let's go back and do the whole backstory of this thing, because some of this results from a particular uh, product recall that. Am I right, John? It was February or was it March? Somewhere there was a there was a recall for an Abbott uh, facility of uh, a couple months back, and I I find I so and so the FDA is actually actively taking taking stuff off the shelves that they believe is contaminated. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, well, I think it was in February. Um, Abbott Laboratories is a is a major formula manufacturer. Um, and they voluntarily recalled some of their products and closed the plant in Sturgis, Michigan, um, because there were, con- there were complaints um, that four infants who were hospitalized, two of whom sadly died. Um, there's also been a fifth complaint filed um, that the FDA is not investigating that one. But the FDA says that there's a particular germ, um, who, the name of which I can't pronounce, but that this germ that can be deadly in infants was detected in the Sturgis plant, but not in the product. Uh, now, Abbott just released a statement yesterday because the administration has said that this stuff was killing kids. And Abbott came out and said that's not true. There's actually no uh, indication so far that this germ uh, that was found in, in the plant was found in the product. Um, but the FDA, uh, you know, this plant's been shut down while the FDA investigates. Um, it's where this powdered milk's made. And at the moment, nobody knows when it's going to reopen. Right. So. That, that, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so there, there's the situation, you know, in a nutshell, and that's a nice short summation of it at all. So the FDA is partly to blame for this. Your title of your article includes lockdowns. So tell me, or tell me uh, how lockdowns played into this. Well, see, one of the things about this is this, this shutdown of this plant in Sturgis, that's just kind of triggered a particularly acute phase. There's been a shortage of this um, going back actually over months. Uh, and I can, you know, attest to that personally, um, having a, a daughter who just turned one a couple of months ago. Um, it has been quite tricky to find formula. So there have been these supply chain issues, um, which you hear about a lot, because it turns out it's very, if you, you can stamp down on an economy and, you know, kind of keep your, your, your foot on its head while it's in the, in the swimming pool, so to speak. But once you take your foot off, it doesn't just spring back to life immediately. Um, spending might spring back to life, um, but the productive side of the economy doesn't necessarily come back so quickly, and that's actually where I think a lot of the inflation that we have comes from. Um, so this is a, this is a kind of a, a problem that traces back, you know, into lockdowns and shutdowns, all the rest of it. So over some time, it's become particularly acute um, since the shutdown of this plant in Sturgis. Um, now I think there's there's other things beyond that. Um, so. I mean, one plant shutting down, how has this, you know, triggered this, uh, you know, complete mayhem in, the, in the, the, the baby formula market? Well, there's other reasons for that, you know, um, FDA reasons. Um, and, and also there's other reasons as well that include the fact that we, uh, we have an 18% tariff on baby food. I mean, that's a government issue there. 
Um, we also have very strict uh, regulations on foreign baby foods that can be sold in America. Now, all these yeah. regulations are pitched as protecting the consumer. Um, but I can tell you now, I mean, you know, the, the accent, I don't put this on to impress the kids. I'm actually from Europe, uh, from the UK. Um, and kids don't die from baby food there. Kids don't die from baby food in France or from Germany. So their baby food is perfectly safe. And yet, um, an actual fact, uh, European baby food often has um, higher nutritional standards than American baby food. The problem is its labeling standards aren't as uh, uh, strict as in America. And so it's just a labeling thing. But the FDA insists that the labeling go through its long, drawn-out process, the same process, of course, um, that kept COVID-19 tests uh, from being applied as quickly as they were elsewhere in, the, in, uh, in America. And um, so, again, you know, through th th this whole period, this is just the latest example, um, the FDA is actually as much a hindrance as a help to public health. Well, I mean, I, I, I tweeted uh, yesterday uh, using our hashtag pound KBRS for the King Banyan radio show here on the Biz 1440, visiting with John Phelan from the uh, Center of the American Experiment. John, the FDA doesn't produce baby formula. The only thing the FDA can do is keep baby formula from getting on shelves. Yeah. Right. That's all they yeah. that's all they can do. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I guess and I'm not I'm not trying to make an argument with you because I think you I think, in fact, in your last answer, you recognized that there are other elements of this thing beyond the FDA uh, and, and certainly even beyond lockdowns in the USMCA, uh, the trade agreement that was signed by the pre, by the Trump administration with the governments in Canada and Mexico. There's a limit on how much you can bring from Canada, right? So we don't even have to go to Europe to find to find baby formula that's not killing children. There's stuff. There's stuff just a few hours north north of us, at least from here in Saint Cloud, that that seems to be perfectly safe. But there's a limit on how much they can bring over the border. Yeah, I don't mean this to sound like I'm dunking on a particular administration. Um, I mean, trade bad trade oh, no. policy is one of the things that's sadly bipartisan in Washington. Um, and, yeah, you're quite right about uh, the, the situation in Canada. I mean, ask yourself, are kids dying of uh, bad baby formula in Canada? Um, you know, and, and limiting this, who does that help? Um, it's also interestingly the case that in, in Canada, they, uh, they suggest that you can switch from formula to regular milk at nine months, not the 12 months that's suggested in the United States and that my wife and I, uh, took his guidance. Um, so, I mean, if that's possible, then there's an awful lot of people who, who are stressing about this at the moment who wouldn't necessarily need to. Uh, but again, that's just kind of a regulatory thing. Do you happen to know, John, and maybe you don't, uh, It's more, I, I'm going to guess it's more likely you don't know, have you seen any guidance from FDA or anybody else about how you might cut formula to stretch it, you know, formula helper uh, to of some kind does that exist <laughs> um i don't know um i know that there's that there's some discussion about making it yourself and things like that i i since i wrote my post i've had a few emails about this um it it's kind of beyond my my my, my kind of technical capabilities um but it, i mean again i you know if, if you, you always have to look at the, the, the other countries they're talking about. There's this idea, like I say, that these regulations are there to protect us from unknown poison formula from China or something like that. Um, but it's not. You know, the, the places we're looking at are places like Europe, places like Canada, um, where things seem to be perfectly safe. Um, and so there's, there's no reason that, you know, if, if things are being done there, you know, in terms of cutting or making your own or whatever, and I don't know. Um, but if it's if it's being done in Europe or Canada, you're probably okay doing it here. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, um, I I vaguely remember seeing something come across a screen last night indicating that perhaps the Biden administration is trying to take some action to relieve this problem now that it's kind of just truly exploded on the national scene as 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 a news item. Um, are you aware of anything that they're doing? Because like this issue with Canada, my guess is. If we sort we if we chose to remove the export the the tariff on baby formula coming in, we could get more baby formula from Canada tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know that I would have too much faith in this administration to do that. Um, there was a similar situation with lumber 
um, last right. year. So, you know, we had, these, we had this ridiculous tariff situation on lumber. The, the lumber price was going through the roof. Um, and the administration didn't remove these tariffs. In actual fact, they looked at, at increasing them. Um, so, you know, the, the, like I say, it's bipartisan, bad trade policy in Washington. Um, and so I don't have any great faith that uh, the Biden administration uh, will do anything about it. And also another aspect is, and this is a broader point, this is a supply side issue. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a negative supply shock in the baby formula market. Um, and I, you know, I, the, the Biden administration, it seems to diagnose every economic problem as a demand side problem. Um, and so, you know, you get, uh, you know, they're, they're probably going to talk about price gouging at some point, because, of course, one way that you can match, you know, a reduced supply with a, a constant uh, demand is with a higher price. But, of course, you know, if Walmart, Target, whoever start increasing the prices of baby formula, because at the moment, they're rationing by limiting how much you can buy when you make a, a trip to the store. Uh, now, you ration like that or you ration by price, but you still have to, either way, it's rationing. Um, and I don't think the Biden administration is going to go for rationing by price. There will be some kind of nonsense about price gouging probably comes in. And there'll probably be some complaint about big formula. Um, and it will be all the, the same kind of tired old claptrap that you hear from them all the time. I, I see absolutely no notion that they understand how the economy works. I I agree, and indeed, um, you know what, John? I'm gonna hang on. I I need to I need to uh, sell a couple things, but uh, when we come back, I'd like to have you stay with me because I'd like to talk about the impact of these uh, other companies, like Big Formula. On the one hand, is Abbott a bad bad player in this situation, or is some of this what we're seeing also from other corporate? entities trying to for example keep that trade that trade barrier in place let's talk about that we're visiting with john phelan from the center of the american experiment uh talking about baby formula we which is not the normal topic you hear but you're hearing it today on the king banyan show on the biz 1440 a certain kind of light never shown on me the Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Get your new garage door installed in just one to two weeks from Great Garage Door. Garage doors are experiencing significant supply chain issues, like the rest of the home improvement industry. But Great Garage Door has a large inventory of doors in stock and ready for installation in one to two weeks. Don't delay as prices are still going up. Buy from Great Garage Door now and save. Call Great Garage Door today for a free estimate at 763-767-3000 or find them online at greatgaragedoor.com. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care. The sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. When it comes to investing in your house, do you want to know what one of the most confusing items there is to make decisions on? Windows. We are talking massive price swings, every salesperson telling you something vastly different, and very little useful information online, which opens the door for salespeople to overcharge you. Hi, I'm Ryan with My Three Quotes, an expert on your side. I've worked with many of the top window brands and installers in the Twin Cities and can give you the pros and cons of each. That's what you get when you call me to stop by and measure your windows. We'll talk options that best fit your needs, whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, and you'll receive quotes from multiple contractors just a few days later. There's no obligation to buy, but if you do, I'll be there to help you write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, I provide the same free service for siding and roofing. Window lead times are extra long right now, so set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, getmythreequotes.com.
Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440, visiting with John Phelan from the Center of the American Experiment, doing a good job writing to us about uh, about uh, baby formula, about which he has some knowledge, uh, though though it's not impacting his child at this particular moment, uh, but, uh, but it's affecting his neighbors, and it's affecting your neighbors, too. John, um, I think as I... Th- as I think about this, and I was reading a, a, a good piece on uh, on the dispatch from Scott Lincecum, who's uh, I think an adjunct fellow over at the at the Cato Institute, yeah. uh, and teach teaches I think I think he's adjuncting at Duke as well. Um, anyway, he's writes some really interesting things, and it just it just turns out I think more generally we're learning how absolutely distorted this baby formula market is. It depends on marketing orders for for milk, which includes the production of dry milk, an ingredient in baby formula, uh, WIC, car, uh, WIC coupons, and, and the, the fact that, uh, that you, you, you've got uh, basically the state acting as a monopsony buyer of, of uh, formula for small, you know, for families with, with infant children. Um, I mean, what do you? What lessons are you taking from this in terms of how the government seems to have be fully? I got to say, it's mucking up this uh, this particular program, uh, this particular market, pretty substantially. Well, yeah, I mean, consider the fact that we've had this plant shut down, and that sent the entire market into a tailspin across the country. Um, right. Why is it that this you know, supply hasn't, you know, picked up somewhere else? that it hasn't come in from other countries, that it hasn't picked up in the U.S. Um, the reason that's not happened, the reason that readjustment hasn't happened, um, is very largely because of government actions, some which are a little bit further back, you know, the problems that we've created uh, with lockdowns and shutdowns and all the rest of it, the effects of which still persist. Um, but also, uh, like I said, with these regulatory barriers that we have, um, the, there's a notion uh, that, uh, you know, particularly abroad, you may be surprised that America is some kind of free market, capitalist, free for all. Um, but they, I mean, it's crazy when you live here for a bit and you find out that it's not. And um, some of the most, uh, you know, the, when generally when you find a market that's not working in America, the housing market's another one. Um, you find uh, that it's uh, the government is all over it, and it's the same situation with this. In the name of uh, consumer safety um you've got this terrible situation there where people are desperately trying to find food for their children yeah and, and, and it makes absolutely it makes absolutely no sense so i mean john what do you think what do you think is going to happen okay so put on the let's put on the uh let's let's open the crystal ball box up and take it out put your hands on it and tell me what do you see um well it, it's it's an election year, so the the administration will feel moved to say something. But like I say, I, a problem that the, this administration has is that it misdiagnoses every problem. Uh, and so, I mean, Joe Biden tweeted out last night, you know, if inflation's a problem, we need to make corporations pay their fair share of taxes. Oh what? yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> are, are we just are we just pulling words out of a out of a tombola now and making up policy? I mean, that, that's how William Burroughs used to write his novels, the cut-up technique. Um, and it's the same thing here. You know, it's just random stuff, um, two, two things unconnected. And I, and I think this administration is completely clueless, completely incoherent. Economically, it's completely illiterate. And so I don't think that they will succeed. I don't think they will diagnose this problem correctly. And having failed to do that, um, they will probably uh, pursue all the wrong uh, solutions. Like I say, any notion that prices go up to match supply and demand, they'll start waiting about price gouging. There will no doubt be some idea about big, like I say, big formula. Um, Elizabeth Warren will probably start talking about that fairly soon. 
um, because they don't know how things work. Um, there's a couple of broader points that I would make about this, if I could. Um, one is that throughout this whole COVID-19 thing, um, we have, you know, it's our children that we, we've hammered. Um, you know, if you look at the, the costs in, uh, that have been imposed on, on the youngest people in the country in terms of lost education, um, and that, of course, you know, is not uh, born evenly across uh, across young Americans. It varies, you know, across ethnic groups and across economic groups. Um, and, you know, and also there's studies that have come out that have shown that children like my children um, who have grown up um, through this uh, uh, period of masking and all the rest of it, their language skills are retarded because, you know, they've not been able to see it, to learn from people talking. So time and again, throughout the course of this whole pandemic, um, we've, we've beaten up on our kids. And I think that's disgusting. Um, you know, I, I'm really revolted by the way that this has been handled. And I, I say that kind of personally. Um, you know, I think it's actually disgusting that, that we sacrifice our children like that. Um, and another point is that there was a report that came out this week um, that, that, that uh, hit the livestock industry, um, attacked them, and said that there had been some collusion between the Trump administration and the livestock industry uh, to keep uh, like slaughterhouses open during COVID-19, and that this was a bad thing. Well, I would look at the baby formula shortage and say, well, was it? Um, it all depends on what your risk trade-off is. Um, the livestock industry may have been kept going a bit more than it would have been uh, by this supposed collusion. But that does mean that there was more food to be had. Uh, and in the same way that by shutting down the, the, the formula plants um, and everything else, that means that there was less formula to be had. So this idea that the only consideration throughout all of this was to reduce COVID-19 risk and that everything else was rescinded, everything else was forgotten, everything else was secondary, we are now living with the effects of that. And I think it's absolutely awful that once again, it's the youngest Americans who are bearing the brunt of it. Yeah. Well, well said, John, and I, I, I agree with, with, with pretty much all of that. I, 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 do think, uh, I do think that there's no ability in this administration. I think, it's, I think this is bipartisan, uh, uh, that there's a difficulty in understanding how to do risk trade-off. Uh, and uh, I think that's true not just in the United States but around the world, and, and I think we're watching it at a very unfortunate time, and you're right. It's hitting children perhaps more than any other group that's out there. John Phelan, Center of the American Experiment. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at Minnesotanomics. Uh, and thank you, John, for spending time with us today. Coming up after the break, Nathan Lewis, uh, co-author with Steve Forbes and Elizabeth Ames of Inflation, coming up right here on The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Was your home impacted by the recent hail and windstorms that hit the metro this week? Hoffman Weber Construction can provide a free damage inspection for you. Hoffman Weber is rated Minnesota's best roofing contractor by the Star Tribune and has over 15 years of local storm damage experience. Many of their customers say their home or HOA is better than before the damage. To book your free inspection today, contact your local storm damage pros. Hoffman Weber Construction. Go to hwconstruction.com. That's hwconstruction.com. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. I think we all know that the real estate market has been a little crazy lately. And if you're looking to get into a new home before interest rates go up, now is the time to do so. I've got a thousand reasons why you should get into that new home and lock in with United Faith Mortgage. Those thousand reasons... 
are put in the form of dollars. United Faith Mortgage will now be paying $1,000 of your closing costs as well as no out-of-pocket funds for appraisal fees. You see, United Faith Mortgage is part of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use their own money to make their own decisions within their own walls. There's no middleman for you. That advantage allows you to often get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. Faith and family are at their core, and they'll treat you fairly. For more information, visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. That's unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Rick, NMLS number 65233. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at Twin Cities Tuitions. The Biz 1440. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.